This has been the best summer of my life. Triple M Summer Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 104.7 Triple M. Uh, good morning to you, Adelaide. Four minutes past seven o'clock for your Tuesday morning as we go for 21 degrees around the city of churches today. Good morning to you, the Princess of Paraco. Morning, Master of Meadows. How are you? Mate, top of the world. Top of the world. We're back for another day, <laughs> even though the, the text line blew up yesterday. We're going to have to get to those later on. A couple of mean texts we're going to have to read out, mate. You don't want to address them now? No. Okay. No, no, no. I need another hour just to uh, sort of come good after them. Yeah, it takes a while for them to soak in and then disperse into your cells. (laughs) I'm an expert, actually. Hey, we've got a big, big show coming up. We're giving away these Ashes tickets, which is just absolutely huge. They are the most sought-after tickets in town, and they could be coming to you, Triple M family. How good is a date at cricket? Not that I know anything about cricket, but I've actually been many times, and it's so much fun. Even better when you don't see a ball. (laughs) Like, you're sitting out the back there, and you just... Into the pims, it is absolutely oh, no. beautiful. Can they I let you in with dreads? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh well, they know who you are. Oh, big time. That's yeah. right. Um, we're going to open up the phones very, very shortly, Loz, with what did you make the new kid do? Yeah. Okay, so it's either at, at work or was it at school or something like that. What did mm. you make the new kid do? Uh, Nothing too crook, please. No. We don't want to hear the abusive hazing stories. Well, I mean, tell our if producers. If you want the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's Summer Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. It's Loz and Tomo's What's Trending. Yeah, so borders are a mess. Mm, South Australia, getting in, knowing how long you're going to have to do anything when you get home. It's all very confusing. Lots of people have cancelled their flights. My friend was meant to be coming down from Darwin this weekend, just won't do it. Yep. Because she has to quarantine when she gets home, right? But her boyfriend who lives with her does not. So how does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't how make does sense. that work though? Because I'm, I'm like, she goes, it's insane. I get home, I'm in, I'm in the house with him. We share a room. Yeah, but he's allowed to go to work. Yeah, I totally don't. It's get like, that honey, at if all. I got it, he's got it. But you that's know? changed though. That's changed. Like, you know, it was this time last year, any close contacts that were living together. So anyone in the same household had to quarantine altogether. Well, they're changing the rules to make them sort of easier, but now they're just like inconsistent and confusing. This uh, Someone was reporting from the airport yesterday. This is from Nine News. There is mass confusion here in South Australia and also plenty of uncertainty. Thousands of Christmas functions have already been cancelled and travel plans are also beginning to be scrapped. Uh, The travel industry and hospitality sector has blasted South Australia as being an unreliable destination given the constant changes to border rules. So someone that we used to work with at a, another radio station, mm. she put up an Instagram post last night. So mm. she cancelled all of her flights, okay, mm-hmm. because they weren't going to refund them, yep. which is interesting, isn't yep. it? Yep, That's another whole discussion <laughs> for another day. Yep. Um, so that, that cost her $750. Yeah. $750 because she cancelled. And then they opened the borders again. And then they opened them up and she didn't have to do it. So she tried to get back. Well, you're going to have to pay for the flights again. That's how it works. It isn't makes it? you physically unwell. Wow! Like that these air fl- that these planes are charging her for a flight she yeah. didn't take. Yeah. Then getting people on those seats, making money off of them, and then wanting to charge her again. Well, you could probably afford it if you won the lotto, though. Hey. What a segue! I mean that. That's top ten. <laughs> Smooth as the bonnet of a Porsche. Because someone did win the lotto here in South Australia last night, Loz. It's true. I don't know a lot about it because I haven't read the article. Oh, but fantastic. Do you know what I did find out? Yeah. That you don't get it all in one go. You get $20,000 increments. Hang on. For the rest of your life. Oh, is that the... Yeah, but that's the thing though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, see, I'd rather that. 20000 at for a the, time. For the rest of your life? Absolutely. Uh, but I suppose... I would rather $20,000 a month. 
Okay, uh, so five five grand a week, job done for the sure. rest of your life. Yeah, but then if you what? don't get it all at once, you can't make big down payments on things. Mm, you could probably still save it up, mate. Five grand a week still pretty good, isn't it? It is pretty good. And yeah. I suppose the banks would know that you're a guaranteed. Yeah, I would have thought so. What's your income? Cross lotto. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine putting that down. Five grand a week, thank you. <laughs> Plus my cashies. Um, too, speaking of luck. What's that? The oh, golfers. yeah. Oh, God. Segway after segway, oh. mate. Um, this is over in Melbourne, actually. So this is quite incredible. I heard, oh, well, I've read this story this morning and I'm like, this is nuts. So a, a colour mate, so there's three of them playing on the golf course mm-hmm. over in Melbourne, right? One of them, it's his birthday, mm. okay? 64th birthday. Never got a hole in one ever before. So it's he, his birthday on this day. On this day. Has a hit. On, this is on Friday afternoon. Has a hit. Bang. What's the par? Can't see. I don't know the par. It'd be a par, probably a par three. Oh, whoa. And he's, he's, hit the, he's hit the ball. Can't see, can't see his ball. He's thinking, mm, this oh. could be good. Hopefully, fingers crossed that it's in the hole. Anyway, leaves it and another guy comes up and has a hit straight after. The exact same thing happens. Both those people got a hole in one. You're kidding me. Both those people got a hole in what one. What are the odds on that? Astronomical. It like, would be insane. Here's a, a little bit of a grab here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's two balls missing here. Two of them! Two of them! Two of them! (laughs) We've had two holy ones! We have had two holy ones! Oh my god! Two! Some sort of record! I feel sorry for the guy filming that. (laughs) (laughs) Who landed in the bunker! I love about that. It's like a couple of 65 year olds sounding about 22. Yeah, that's right. And they're <laughs> flying up, aren't they? Age doesn't matter nah. when you get a hole in one. Absolutely not. We're opening up the phones on one triple three five three. What did you make the new kid do? We're the new kids here, really. Yeah, well, we are, aren't we? There's been none of that. We've you... been welcomed with open arms. Oh, right. Took a while you to have. get. Um... You have. What are you talking about? Jars has made me do some unsavory things. <laughs> <laughs> Show me on the doll. <laughs> What has he made you do? <laughs> Buying long necks at the Franklin. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. shouting rounds yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, plenty of that. I'm just like, you'll buy jars, oh, i got to go, mate. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And he's still there an hour later. <laughs> it's weird. Um, but you hear about it. I mean, when I worked in um, Hospo, yep. it was rife. Was it? It was so bad, especially the, the apprentice chefs and yeah. the kitchen hands. Yeah, right. One of the kids had to count. Oh, they made him count out the grains of rice. Count, count out the grains of rice? Yeah, in the bucket. And we're talking like an industrial bucket of rice. And he kept losing his place. Oh, It was awful. Miscounting and going, what, starting again? We did have some psychotic chefs, though. Oh, like right. proper Hell's Kitchen, like scary people. Where so, was this at? <laughs> I'm not saying it because they will come it. and find you me. you got to say it. Mate, you know I've been in trouble before for <laughs> yeah. slandering a restaurant. <laughs> I do know that, actually. <laughs> it was a two-week process and an on-air apology. <laughs> Um, so we're bringing this up as well because a good mate of mine, um, a good mate of mine's a, he runs his own business, okay? He's, right. he's a plumber okay. and obviously busy this time of year. So he's put it on apprentice. <laughs> and this was about, oh, I don't know, maybe six weeks ago. And it happens all the time in the tradie game, Loz. Okay? It, like you're I, all a bit mean, well, but you love a, ja- a jake. It's, it's just a little bit of a, it's an induction, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, so this young apprentice, and he was about 18 or 19 years of age, he um, uh, unfortunately sort of cut his hand. And oh. the, the boss, my mate, told him, mate, the best way around that is to rub PVC glue together, which is the glue that you put in between the pipes, the red and the blue uh, glue. Yeah. And then rub your hands together and it should make it come good all the time. Like we do this all the time, mate. And he's like, oh, okay. So he starts rubbing his hands together. Stuck. 
Um, for 20 minutes. All right. Well, that's abuse. What? That's not, not hazy. That's, that's... He did it in his lunch break, so then he got rid of it. He had 10 minutes to eat his sanger and move on. That's physical abuse. <laughs> it's not even that's hazing, Tom. Oh, I don't know, mate. Well, you hear about the left-handed screwdrivers, always a good one. I just pop down to Bunnings, mate, grab the left-handed screwdriver. Oh, and you, just... the people at Bunnings would see them come in all oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. You know, they're pushing their little trolley. Can I help you, mate? Oh, yeah, just looking for the bubbles that go in the uh, spirit level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've been stitched up, mate. <laughs> um, well, can I help you with something? Yeah, I'm just after a long wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a beauty. <laughs> what did you make the new kid do? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Mm. Did you haze him in some way? Oh, there we Let's go. Make a fool of him. We've there got we go. Brody from Ridgehaven. Good morning, Brody. Uh, what did you hey, make the new kid do? Um, so going back a couple of years ago, he made the apprentice catch a bucket of dust. Oh, come on. It's that... a windy day. So he was just standing behind me with the dust. The dust is going up, but he was just behind me with the bucket. I wasn't getting nothing in there. Oh, no, bro. What do you do for a crass braids? Uh, back then we're doing tiling. Oh, oh no. Yeah. That is the worst. <laughs> I was going to say, works in an office. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maddie from Burnside's there. G'day, Maddie. How are you, mate? What did you make the new kid do? Mate, I feel a bit awful sharing this story. Oh, no. um, I used to have a bar, and uh, it was popular. It's very cool. We had lots of young kids wanting to work there. Yeah. So, of course, we gave them the, uh, the hard jobs on the first night. We, um, <laughs> I got a message through the, through the radio saying, someone's left us a polite message in the disabled toilet. Oh, no. And I thought, what is that? Could be anything. So I took our apprentice, who will remain unnamed, and uh, wandered down there in his first half an hour, mind you. Oh, my God to find someone had drawn a lovely, very detailed smiley face on the mirror out of human feces. Oh, oh no. Oh, what the hell, Maddie? <laughs> no. It was a bit rough, a little bit rough, and it, it certainly makes you question humans in general. <laughs> but, uh, Are you sure hey, you're mate? from Burnside? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it happens everywhere, mate. But, oh. uh, it was very rough, and I must say, to this day, I feel a bit guilty, but I still tell that story and laugh. What uh, happened to the apprentice? Did he go on to do great things, or is he in some sort of home now? Passed away. <laughs> I, I had no option but to hire him. He grabbed a bucket and he cleaned it up. Wow. Yeah, that's good. For a long period of time. There you go. Showed a bit of elbow grace. Love that, Lozzie. <laughs> oh, Love that's that. all you've got to do. Kids, kids complaining these days that they can't get jobs or keep jobs. <laughs> yeah. All you've got to do is clean up poo off yeah, the mirror. That's pretty standard, isn't it? We've got Mark there from Ronella. G'day, Mark. How you going there? Yes, good, mate. Uh, new kid, what'd you make him do, man? Uh, about 20 years ago, I used to work on the tuna farms in Port Lincoln. And we had a, a trainee that came out, and he was just standing on the back deck with a hose just out going into the ocean. So I said to him, Drew, what are you doing? Can't you see the tide level's low in the, in the tuna pen? Can you yeah. fill it up? Oh. So he's standing there on the back deck trying to fill up this tuna farm for about oh 20 minutes. <laughs> and the bosses and the skippers come out and said, Drew, what the hell are you doing? Oh he goes, God. oh, the water level's low in the tuna farm, which is in the middle of the ocean. He goes, I'm filling it up. He goes, you bloody dickhead. Grabs a hose, wraps around his head. <laughs> And that was the last day he came out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> last day anyone saw him. I would have thought so. Yeah. Uh, that's tremendous, Isn't Mark. Isn't a can of John West? Thank you so much for that. I just shared a story with you off Eloz about what we made the apprentice do one day. Yeah. So as a bricklaying apprentice, and everyone's the old heave who's the strongest on site, you know what I mean? Anyway, this this young buck, this apprentice, come, come on one day, and there's 20 kilo bags of cement, right? Yeah. And you, you carry them and you put them into the mixer, but it's mm. just like... Who's the strongest here? Who can lift it above their head? And the young apprentice jumped up straight away. Oh, I can do it. Yeah, lifts it up. It's above his head. One of the boys comes through with a knife and cut the bag. 
And the contents of the cement landed on his head. <laughs> Asking for it. Um, we've got Zach there from Paraka. G'day, Zach. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yes, good. Thank you, man. Uh, new kid, what did you make them do? Uh, so we needed some parts for one of the stores at work. So we took it down to the shop. And told the code for the parts was 1D, 10D. Hang so, on. I mean, oh. If you write that, you know, I mean, it's uh, up with idiots. 1D. Oh, oh, yeah. That's very good. Very good, The Zachy. old pen 15 yeah, number. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind that, Zachary. I don't, I don't mind, mind that it. at all. What'd you do, the new kid? Did yeah. you haze them a little bit? A few funny stories. We've got Shane from Maiponga. Good morning, Shane. G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, yes, good. good. What'd mate. you do, the new kid? Good. Yeah, we, uh, well, I pre-arranged it within our small um, community with about four or five businesses to go to location A to B to C mm-hmm. to try and find a verbal consent form. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously the uh, oh, no. obviously the young fella had no luck. Uh, and after about forty-five minutes to an hour, he came back to work. A verbal consent. Wow, you are right. In, you are right in the running, mate, for the caller of the day. That is tremendous. Very, very. That good. is tremendous. Oh, loving that. Thanks so much for that, Shay. That is that is insanely good. Now your mate. Oh. Interstate. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, he's going to hate me telling this. He's probably listening. Uh, anyway, I've I got to go with it. Now, he's he's living over in Sydney, okay, mm. and obviously there's been a fair bit going on there. And um, yeah. COVID's pretty common. Well, that's the thing. It's, people have it. Yeah, and, you know, Peter Hellier had it. It's, it's just a, a thing that... It's a thing that people actually get over there. That's right. There, so, you know? yeah, 100%. So, 18 months ago, right, when, if, if you heard someone had COVID... It I didn't was know just, anyone. It was just... Yeah, I know, but it was just like, stay away from me. Yeah. Obviously, stay away from me now, but you just didn't know anyone. If so, they were diseased, they were like lepers. 100%. Whereas now, as it's like, well... People are getting it and they're probably vaccinated, so they're not going to really transmit it. It's probably going to be fine. Exactly right. Exactly Mm. right. Anyway, so he he had had one Pfizer jab, Loz. Okay. And then he booked in, but it was was a weird sort of setup. It took him like five weeks to get his second one instead of the three-week waiting period, okay? I blame Berejiklian. Yeah. Yeah, we'll blame her. Blame her for a lot of things, (laughs) including the Ruby Ruby Princess. Princess. (laughs) Carry on. Anyway, so... He's on his way to get his second Pfizer jab and uh, stopped in at the petrol station there. And on his way to, yeah, like I said, to go to the doctor's surgery, he um, contracted COVID. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Got COVID on your way to get your COVID jab. Which does, (laughs) it just doesn't make sense, does it? I did see something very ironic once. Okay. Uh, There was an RAA um, bus on the side of the road. Like a mobile bus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was broken down. Oh. <laughs> Loss, did yeah. I tell you about the time I bought a new phone? <laughs> no. I was walking down Randall Mall. I bought a new phone and then had to stop into another place to get a, a case for it. Yeah. By the time I pulled out my new Apple iPhone to put it into the case, I dropped my phone. No. Zero four triple eight five one zero four seven. If you have any of these. So that song that yes. we're just listening to, um, the ironic song. What's her name? Uh, Alana Morissette. Al- Alanis Morissette or whatever yep. her name is. This, there's so many things in that that aren't actually ironic. So okay. these are just bad luck. A traffic jam when you're already late, just bad luck. No smoking sign and you're having a cigarette. Yeah, okay. um, it's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. That's just bad luck. Yeah, that is, it's yeah. meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife. <laughs> so none of those things are ironic in her song about irony, which in itself is ironic. 
producer Jazz, the man who, the glue that keeps the station together. Oh, God, not this morning. <laughs> How are we, team? You were a little bit worse for wear this morning. You, I thought you might be hungover, but yeah. no. No, well, it could be a 72-hour delay from the Chrissy show. Oh, don't or bring that up. it could be I was moving some soil oh, yesterday, which is, which has caused a bit of an issue amongst the office. I, I just... I just don't understand this. And it's the white-collar workers that go, you know what, <sighs> time to be a community battler. It, do- it doesn't work like that, okay? Like, I think it does. I think people still do DIY if they work at oh, an no, office. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. But they don't shout it from the rooftops, Loz. Like, what? Jazz has come in basically holding his back. <laughs> He's going, yeah, big day, I moved yep. half a tonne of soil. I yep. don't think that's it. I think that it is... You know, we asked him why he was a little bit tired and oh. he just mentioned why. No. Mate, you can't talk. What do you For mean? the last five years we've been on air, every chance you can. What? Qualified bricklayer. Well, I don't want to bring it up, but after- the seven hours I did after the show oh. yesterday laying bricks, <laughs> like I was just everywhere. Oh, I still mate. got time to drop in 500 of them, you know, so. No, you know what I will say? At least we are doing our own trades, unlike a couple of the boys out there. They've got more people on their sites than yeah. the block. Yeah, that is true. No, that it is, is very true. It is. And our, oh, I don't want to throw under our the boss. bus. Who? Boss Matt O'Reilly. Matty, oh. Project managing mm. his renovations. Oh, yeah. Oh, would you believe? Mm. I've shown up on the wrong bloody mm. day. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. And then he sends me, he sends me quotes. He goes, mate. Is this right? He goes, mate. <laughs> Who should I go with? <laughs> like, I don't know, mate. How about you do your own research? When you were a tradie, yeah. which you are a qualified bricklayer. Yeah, full-time parents of the year. <laughs> I don't want to bring it up. <laughs> do people constantly talk to you about oh, shocking things. jobs that they've had oh, done? Mate. Or is this normal, mate? No, you know, quotes. That's the thing. Like know. when we were, I come in one day and Amos Gill was in here. Yeah. And he beelined me. <laughs> he goes, mate. Am I getting ripped off here or what? I'm just like, Amos, I don't actually want to speak to you about it, mate. That would be great. And he's a close talker too. Yeah, he is. There's no getting away from him. Now, obviously we're in, you know, we're coming into summer. It was warm yesterday. It was warm yesterday, so I'll give Jazz that. We're 21 odd degrees today, but... Our boss, Maddie had a bit of an incident when it was a really, really hot yeah. day. Is that right, Jess? So we're talking about pencil pushers, white collars doing a bit of hard work. Well, this <laughs> listen, guy takes the this. cake. This is shocking. So it was uh, like 46 degrees oh, or something. Hot. It was our hottest day. It was a couple of years ago. There was beers handing it. out, um, pubs handing out free beers and everything. My, and just my shoes were melting on the pavement that yeah. day. I was sliding around. Yeah. It was hot. It was crazy. And, you know, everyone, everyone was in it together. Everyone was rallying around. Yeah. Everyone could relate. Oh, i got pets outside. And, yeah, you know, exactly. Everyone's talking about it. Air conditioning broken uh, down. And then old Matty O comes in. It's hot outside. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have known that. I've uh, come from my air-conditioned house into my air-conditioned car. To my air-conditioned office, back into my air-conditioned car, back into my air-conditioned house. <laughs> Wouldn't have known I was 40. <laughs> like, where are we at? Like, He's a bit spoiled. Meant to be a working-class station. It's Yeah, but this is the thing. It's ne- The suit's upstairs. <laughs> They're never in touch with oh, the common room. Oh, oh, now he's walking. Oh, he's walking over oh. here. And look what he's put. He's put a fan on his face. I'm surprised he got up. <laughs> Didn't have someone push where his chair Where did those cubes come from? <laughs> On Triple M Summer Breakfast with Loz and Tomo, it's time for Mean Texts. Why you gotta be so mean? Oh, why do you gotta be so mean? Seriously, Triple M family, give us a spell. Some lovely ones, but... Some beautiful ones. Every now and then, some some nasty ones. I, the one that came through, which made me laugh, and I don't think that they were trying to be funny, but someone said, what is happening to this station? Injecting youth? Oh, for, uh, God forbid. Please don't. God forbid. <laughs> By the way, I'm 30. Like, there's cobwebs down there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not young. What the hell? <laughs> no, there's no cobwebs. I don't believe. No. <laughs> Yuck. 
Hey. Um, someone's just said through uh, summer breakfast with chins and dreads for breakfast. What a treat. Uh, well, See, now they're going after personal sort of things, mate. That's your number. <laughs> what? That's your number. I wouldn't have sent that through. Why did you get dreads and I got chins? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. You're not a nice person, Mark. I don't know. Someone said, get stuffed the lot of yous. Uh, oh, that's great. from producer Tom after the last segment. Fantastic. Um, Loz. What? I was just wondering, and this is so off the cuff. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I was just wondering if you could share that story. Which one? About that, what that bloke said to you about your um, eyes. Which one? With the, um, I might just turn the mics off quick. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I was dating a guy who told me that I had beautiful eyes and then he said, like a dairy cow. <laughs> and I said, what? Because, you know, like a dairy cow, like big and brown and long eyelashes. And I was like, uh, do you know about women? Because <laughs> we don't like being, yeah. And then he said, and your udders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like a dairy cow too. <laughs> Don't get me yeah, started yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah. Pasadena's in yep. the gun. Mm-hmm. I used to live in St. Mary's, which is right behind the Pasadena yes. Foodland, but I lived there before it got bougified. Oh, really? Before the bougie upgrade. Well, let's be honest. Is it that bougie or is it just a food land into it? No, there's a grand piano in there that someone plays. Oh. Like it's it's literally okay. the most elegant place yep. ever. Okay, I love it. So it's stunning, but it used to be a hole yeah. and... I lived behind the food land mm-hmm. and there was a homeless gentleman who um, spent a lot of his time in an alleyway out the back and we would walk from our house into the food land okay, yeah. and pass him. <laughs> but we all had to start wearing headphones when we went past him because he would yell out very specific insults. Oh, really? What did he drop to you? So, oh, I think it was something about my chin, <laughs> but my housemate came home crying one day <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm just saying the chin's a go-to. Yeah, it? it is, it is. <laughs> It's your favourite. It's it, My housemate came home crying and she said, it, he said, are those ankles or sandbags? And you're copping that from a homeless man as I well. I know. That like, is really real specific. My housemate who was black, he said, I'm not going. He, oh. said, he, said, I, he said, I'm not going. I can't Because we this. all know what he's going to say to me. And I'm this. actually not going to do it. Oh, here we go. Here's Gleeson with uh, a Pasadena Suburban song. When you're heading south out of the city There's a place that you should go They got a big f***-off supermarket <laughs> It used to be called the Big Crow Here we go If you're looking for a home with a view, 
It's Pasadena for the win Just like Centennial Park Cemetery Everybody's dying to get in Sweet old Pasadena Just in Flinders, you need to Sweet old Pasadena Lord, I love the attitude Sweet old Pasadena They got a sweet cemetery too Sweet old Pasadena Start, I'm looking down at you I'm looking down Pasadena Now we've got okay. we've got Tommy in on uh, on board with us this morning. Producer Tommy, yeah. good morning. Oh, listen to this. I, no. Yeah, I'm very nervous about this segment. I don't like, is this our best A10? Is it? Yes. Yeah, this is what we've got today. This is what Mate, you bring to the is, table. This is the summer breakfast. No one cares. <laughs> now, you uh, mm. and Tomo and yeah. everyone else and I, we were we were out at a generic location. Mm. We were uh, Crown and Scepter. <laughs> um, listen to this. <laughs> Yeah. Great pub who put great up with pub. us for a few hours. Yeah, great pub. Um, for our Christmas show. Put up with Tomo. <laughs> put up with Tomo. I mean, Tomo was. Tomo got, nearly got cut off for showing the bartender his boobies. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone was talking about nipples, and I just <laughs> said, mine are way up there. <laughs> As in, they're really high on his chest. <laughs> Freakishly. <laughs> just below my neck. <laughs> it's such a, a Is that a collarbone? No, it's a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you ended up. Uh, getting a number of someone there and you're going on a little date and it's all very exciting. Mm. But what I'm concerned about is um, concerned about? a young a young buck like yourself yeah. out on the prowl. Mm. You need... Um, I need some advice from yep. some wise heads. From some, like an old mare like me. Yeah, there we go. Who's been... <laughs> Just the queen of dating. <laughs> who's been out. The queen of first dates. Yeah. It's fair to up. say. <laughs> and never seeing them no, again. Shut up. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. What have you got for me, Loz? I've got some advice oh. as a woman when you're on a date, what you want from the guy. Okay. I don't have any advice for women listening on how to behave as a woman. No. Clearly I'm doing Clearly. it wrong. Yeah. But this is what I recommend. Don't bring up your ex too much. And if you do talk about your ex, don't call her crazy or anything like that. Oh. Because that starts getting you thinking like, uh, like either he tracks wild women or he thinks all women are crazy so just for wanting normal things. Like, oh, she's so crazy. She always wanted me to like message her at least once a day. So you'd recommend I talk about how much I love my ex? No. No, no, no. I, I, just mate. say... Just say, look. I wouldn't bring it, it up. It didn't. It didn't work. If you get asked, it didn't yep. work out. But she's nice. Yeah, right. it's fine. Yep, it's fine. I like that. Writing okay. this down. Yep. I've got one for you, Loz. What? So for me, talk about your mum a little bit, but not too much. But not too much. Yeah. Just talk about it and just say, look, I've got a great relationship with my mum. Wedge that in there at some part of the night. Yep. I've got a great relationship with my mum, but don't go overboard. Otherwise, no. you'll be mummy's boy. That's right. Which. You already kind of mm, are. You got, and, you got picked up from the big shed the other night by your mum. I, I might have. Yeah. yeah. So yep. when your mum starts tugging on the umbilical cord, just ignore it. <laughs> um, don't get too drunk. Now, it's a, it's a very nervous energy sort of environment, and you can probably have more drinks than you normally would because you've got so much adrenaline. True. But I think you, everyone sort of goes down the road of getting a little bit too tiddly sometimes yep. and that's when you can either make a fool of yourself yes. or commit to something you actually aren't keen on but you're just a little bit 
you know? Yep. So now, now don't I'm not, get too drunk. I'm not asking for the place of residence where this state is coming, <laughs> yeah. but what kind of are we talking, food is it? Are we talking dinner? Are we talking snacks? What's the... Casual. Casual. Yep. All Friends. right. Hors d'oeuvres? No. Okay. All right. This is my final bit of advice. Thank God. And I... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yep. You're getting this for free. Yeah, I am. Okay. My consultancy rate is un- <laughs> un- the roof. Look at high. her. Okay. Ask her heaps of questions. Just keep asking questions about, about her. About her ex. <laughs> <laughs> no, about what her interests are. Mm. Listen to her when she talks. Actually take it in. And the best bit of advice I can give you is that recall something very early on in the day towards oh, the end. That's a good one. Okay, like so something was... she said very early in the night. Yeah. That yep. was just a throwaway comment. Put that in a little pocket. Yeah. And then later in the night, bring it up again. Um, oh, you know, like how you mentioned earlier that oh, you do this. I like it. That's good. So she'll be like, wow, he's really paying attention like to me. So because all women want is just to be freaking heard. Just you know? to be heard. Yeah. And just listen. Yeah. So when's this date happening, guys? Oh, me and me and Tom. Yeah. I think it just happened. <laughs> I want to talk about something that happened to me this morning, Loss. What happened? I was coming down uh, Glen Osmond Road and stopped at the lights there. Actually, at KFC, yeah, on near Green Hill Road there. Wouldn't have been open. No, it wasn't open. Absolutely oh, but not. Oh, you just stopped at the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah just okay. stopped at the lights there. <laughs> Waiting there. What are you just saying? I've got a crasher on the way in. Can I tell you something <laughs> embarrassing really quickly? Yeah, please. So they have an automated message that comes through any time a car sent, like it goes off, there's a sensor for any car. Oh, yeah. And I forgot that KFC are pretty late with their thing. Yeah. So I drove in and I thought that they were open because someone at the thing went, hi, welcome to KFC. We'll be with you shortly. Oh. And I was like, yeah, no worries. Oh, no. And I sat there for about 20 minutes before oh, I realised that they don't open until 10. Oh. And it was like nine. So you, you were looking to get KFC before <laughs> 10 o'clock. Yeah. I, look. Wow. It wasn't the best. That was yesterday. Shut up. <laughs> Anyway, so I was I've, in a bad patch. I've stopped there on um, Glen Osmond Road, and obviously you, you're looking around. You, I get bored on the road, mate. I get bored when I'm when I'm stopping and I'm waiting for lights mm. in the city. Like it really does annoy me. I like just the open country road, and I can keep driving and concentrate. You want to go, go, go? That's go. right. I want to go, 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 mm-hmm. go. Anyway, so I notice I'm looking around at different things. Look, you know, people watching you do whatever, and there's this Hilux in front of me. And I, uh, I see it there and I'm just like, oh, what's this? What's going on here? It says garage door repairs, mm. all doors and electrical. And cool. I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool. So it's got a number for <laughs> yeah. a- Adelaide suburbs and yep. it's got a number there for the Flurio Peninsula. Can you drop the company or you don't have it? Uh, yeah, yeah, all doors and electrical. That's what it says. Oh, that was it, that, the, that's the actual <laughs> Yeah, it does what it says on the tin, mate. <laughs> anyway, and then underneath, down the bottom, which I, well, I found this staggering, personally. Okay, so under the under where it says the number of Adelaide and Flurio Peninsula, twenty <clears throat> four hour service. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm sorry, <laughs> but whose door is getting stuffed at two in the morning? You're like, you know, yeah, call that bloody guard, mob. They'll come around and fix it straight away. <laughs> They'll be here about half three in the morning. Twenty four hour service. What for? Why? Why would you? And and to put your life. Uh, like hijack your life in that way yeah. to create a situation where you've put it on your car. Yeah. So no matter where you are, what you're doing, your your, your wedding day, well, twenty four right. hour service, twenty four hours, seven days a week, three hundred. The beeper goes off. Three hundred sixty. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> um, I don't. I've got a job to do. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very good point, and it brings up something that I have thought about a lot, and I get very passionate about. Hit me. 
There are many jobs that do require 24-hour service and there are many jobs that do require early starts. For instance, we do breakfast radio. There's no other time of the day we could do this. We just have to get up. Yeah. But I think some an industry that is being abused and they've gotten themselves into a bad pattern, <laughs> bakers. Bakers? What do you mean? Bakers are up yeah. at 2 a.m. every morning. Cooking pies, cooking, cooking bread. bread. Cooking bread, yeah. cooking pies. Got to get the fresh daily. Yeah. When was the last time you had fresh bread for breakfast mm-hmm. that wasn't toasted? That's a bloody good call. Why do you need this yeah. man to get up at, or woman to yeah. get up at 2 a.m. Yeah, to call. cook you bread when we all know. That's not bad, actually. You go into the cupboard to get a Wonder White that's three days old and chucking it straight in the toaster. That's a great call. I think that we are abusing these people. Yeah. I do not need my bread that early in the morning that you have to give your life away for this. Mm. Well said. Really well said. You've earned your paycheck this week, mate. (laughs) So one of the worst ways to get fired uh, has got to be um, on a conference call with 900 other people over Zoom. Yeah, that's... uh, What what, what is going on here? Just before Christmas as well. This has happened in New York. Yep. An online mortgage firm. Mm -hmm. Better.com. This guy... I'm going to name him Vishal Garg. Yeah, I would have named him. Garg. Oh, Garg. His last name oh. is Garg. Yeah, middle name Oil. <laughs> Garg Oil, get it? Yeah, but it Zinger. Would, his middle name is Garg. Though. Oh, is it? Last name Oil. Yeah, right. Garg Oil. Thought we were just going to run over that. Thanks no, for bringing mate. it back up. Nothing gets by me. <laughs> <laughs> Fine tooth comb over here. <laughs> um, no, he's fired a bunch of people. He said, your employment here is terminated effectively, uh, effective immediately. <laughs> Is it Arnie speaking? I don't know. This is going nowhere. Get to the chopper. <laughs> You're fired. I love it when you do impressions. Yeah, that's so that's shit. So bad. That's so bad. Keep going. No, that's enough. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Get so to the chopper. In front of 900 people. Um, well, basically, he's had his pants pulled down, hasn't he? That is the most embarrassing thing going around, I would have thought, over Zoom. It's a mass firing. It's huge. It's like a firing genocide. Yeah. And it's it's so impersonal. <sighs> I've never been fired, but you and I work in radio, so we will be fired oh, at some day. point. It's Minutes just, off it's it. Not, it's not if, it's when. Yeah, it's when. 100%. Everyone's been fired. Yep. Even Hamish and Andy. Oh, maybe they're the only I ones. I don't think they did, mate. No. I don't but think But Kyla Jackie got fired. Yeah, they got you, moved There's off. no one above getting fired in radio. I just hope that when it happens, it's not done on a conference call. So if you listen tomorrow, mate, you'll hear James Brayshaw. Yes. Okay. He's just a, a juggernaut of Triple M and media in Australia. And just an all-round good guy. I listened to a podcast, mate. He got fired four times. What? Mm. Who fired him? Uh, I, think, I think it was Jeff Allen. Or someone like that, when oh. he's yeah, with his boss at the time fired him, mate. Oh. Which is incredible, isn't it? It's just why it's would you insane. fire Jimmy Jimmy B? Okay, and a, and another one, what? Shane Warne. Yeah, once got dropped for a test. That's like a firing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> That's true. I mean, Michael Steve Jordan was, dropped him. Was dropped from like a college team. Yeah, once. we didn't make the college yeah, team. It's, yeah, it's it's an inevitable fact of life, and it's nothing to feel bad about. But the way that it's done is very important. A hundred percent. It needs to be done respectfully. A bit like a breakup. Yeah. It's a bit like being dumped. You probably will get dumped in your life, but you hope that the person does it kindly and yeah. with respect. And they come face to face. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Okay, we're going to open this up on one triple three five three. 
the worst way to get fired. What do you think would be the worst way or the worst way you have been fired? Lots? Have you been fired like a terrible way? Did someone leave you a post-it note? Oh, come on. Rag on your old boss. Come this is your on. Chance. Did you get done over smoke signals? This is what we want to know. One triple... Carry a pigeon. One triple three five three. The worst way to get fired. Now, being fired is a very traumatic mm. experience, yep. but... Sometimes it's funny. I mean, <laughs> I'm seeing some things on the call sheet here yeah. that I know are going to be funny. Now, we're opening up this because why, mate? Oh, a man in New York fired 900 people yeah. on a Zoom call at the same time. Just chopped them all off. You're fired. You're fired. You're all fired. <laughs> you did an Arnie impression before. You fired. No, I didn't do that at all. You fired. No, I, I, I don't do impressions, mate. I no, found that don't. out in the first week I started working with you. I tried to do some <laughs> impression. Might have been a Jason Gillespie and you said, Never again. <laughs> Never again. We got Vlad from Broadview. Uh, how did you get fired? Oh, it wasn't myself. Good morning, everyone. Good how morning. Are you? Very well, mate. <laughs> yeah, nah, not not for me. Uh, but it's a place that I worked many moons ago, uh, back in 2007. Tough time for the world. Mm-hmm. It was the, uh, the GFC. Mm-hmm. And, I thought you were talking um, about Port losing that flag. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But yeah. not well, the global yeah. financial crisis, Tomo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Concentrate here. No, yep. uh, and and um, oh, just the usual day. Everything was okay. We didn't know what was coming up, whichever, and we were all working. And all of a sudden, the uh, fire drill went on, and we were all looking at each other, and it's like, oh, you know, it's training drill. It doesn't matter. If it's real or not, everyone mm-hmm. leave your things, mm-hmm. out you go. So out we go, we're waiting on our thing, and we're like, okay, what's going on here? And all you hear from the megaphone is, for those people who are still working, uh, single file, come up to the door, because we worked at a secure facility, uh, scan in, and if it allows you in, continue on with work. For those who the car doesn't work, thank you very much for your time and, wow. and your, your employment, whichever. Uh, we will send you your things to your that home. That is so that is unbelievable. And and I, just talking about it now, like gives me that oh, just nervous anxiety oh. and uh, nothing gut like wrenching feeling in the throat and and you made we're all in. lining up. Well, I did, I did, yeah, I oh. did, uh, but yeah, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. Like you're watching, like it's that's a single it. fine, and you're yeah, there man. was many people there, and you're watching your colleagues in front of you. If they get rejected, you see their oh face. Vlad, how many I, were there, mate? Well, I can't disclose. I don't. I don't wish to disclose to me. But there was wow. m- too, too many, too many. Yeah, too yeah, many, nice. and. Uh, it was just a tough time, like um, where a certain industry wasn't moving forward in this state, which is unfortunate. We need more infrastructure here. We need more that that security. Yeah. yeah. So none of that, none of this ever happens again because at the end of the day, global events happen, and then an employer needs to look at you well, know their profits and whatnot. Not be so yeah. cruel. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry about Thanks that, so much mate. For that, Vlad. Um, um, yeah, go on, Loss. No, that's just blown my mind. Yeah, that's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Who have we got next? Uh, we got Will there. G'day, Will. G'day, mate. How you going? Yeah, good. Thank you, man. The worst way you got fired? It was actually uh, uh, my wife just last week found out she hasn't got a teaching position for next year through the school newsletter. What? The newsletter? Yep. They didn't tell her in person? No. No. How does that work, Will? So what? She just started reading it and said, you know, I don't have a job next year. Yeah, yeah. There there was a section that said, oh, the... uh, 
we'd like to farewell oh uh, my such and such god. and her, her name was in it so that is insane oh my god i'm so sorry to hear that Will. i'm so sorry yeah, to you yeah. and your wife that's Mate, awful that is yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Oh, well, Sorry about that. That's, that's not neck. good at all. Bloody hell. We'll head oh. out to Hallett Cove, Loss. Uh, Paul's there. G'day, Paul. The worst way you got fired, man. How you going, mate? All right? Yeah, spot all on. Right. Hey, uh, yeah, basically, uh, I was working at a certain chocolate factory, mate, and I've been there for about five years, afternoon shift, and I was pretty, you know, thinking, man, I'm stuck in a rut here. I've really got to do something to get rid of my job mm-hmm. because basically I was just sick of working there the whole time. Mm-hmm. So. What I did is I sped up one of those belts. There was oh, about no. probably 20 ladies on each side. And what they do is they put the, the chocolate into certain boxes and right. the barcodes go past and certain things. So you can imagine them working really, frankly, really fast for about oh, bloody no. an hour and a half, going crazy. And then people wondering what's going on. And they found out what happened. And obviously they knew it was me. And then they escorted me out there oh. with some security guards, took me to my bloody locker room. And then, yeah, fired, mate. And then basically just grabbed me and uh, sent me out of my merry way and I never got back to go there again. Wow, Paulie. You turned was, up I was the quite legendary. <laughs> yeah, I sped it up, man. I thought, it's the only way I'm going to get out of here, mate. Let's so. get the sack. Could have just quit. Yeah, could have quit. No, no, no. I had to do it in style, eh? But yeah. I knew I'd be back there the next year otherwise. That is brilliant. I love that, Paul. That's just like when you're in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And you're just like... You I, sabotage I, Yeah, it. I'm not breaking up with you. No, you you're can, breaking up with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, finishes off Jimmy from Mount Barker, mate. Worst way you got fired or did you fire someone? I, I actually fired a uh, young fella a couple of years ago. Uh, he kept turning up late and bits and pieces, but the cardinal rule was we work in bathrooms and you couldn't fart. And... Uh, <laughs> On this particular day, he uh, he let one rip, but he was late to work, etc. And I was a little lost my call a little bit, and uh, I sacked him up. So you sacked him because he just eased one out there, Jim. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. So it was, uh, um, a bit distasteful when you're in a little four by four room. <laughs> I totally get it. Distasteful could be more accurate. Wait, did he? Um... I mean, I feel like you probably could have contacted his union or something for unfair dismissal. Is it, yeah. Are you allowed to fire someone oh, no. for fun? He's doing cashies for Jimmy, mate. Yeah. I, feel, I feel a little bit bad because uh, we were a fair way away from his house. And he had to get the train without the train fare. <laughs> yeah, he had to get the train well, with a comes, wet ass. Comes home with his box of his office gear. What happened to you, mate? What's going on? Yeah, I got fired. What for? <laughs> Letting rip. <laughs> Very upsetting news from the KFC kitchens. Oh, my God. I went and got a Twister the other day. Did you? Which I give myself the treat every now and then because I do find KFC, out of all of the takeaway foods, I pay for it later more. Like, I feel more disgusting. If it, yeah, right. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, big time. When you eat takeaway and you yeah. feel ashamed, yep. for some reason, it's worse with KFC. Yeah, I agree. yeah, but you've got to go nuts though, don't you? It's the like the original recipe and the yes. wicked wings and the popcorn chicken and all. It, it does add up. I believe the Twister... To be the yep. perfect perfect uh, meal, yep. it is. You've got your tomato, you've got your lettuce, oh you've got that pepper God. mayo. What is in that? The pepper heroin, I think, <laughs> because it is literally crack. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it's and the else. wrap itself is always soft, and the it the whole thing's great. So and, I got a twister the other it's day. Not, it's just forget about this spicy crack. No, no, just the original twister. The original twister you combo just cannot beat it. I don't know about you, but I go a Pepsi Max. That's just my. I'm a Mountain Dew. Well, there you go. I'll wash it We're down. We're all different. Yeah, that's it. They, I bought <clears> a twister the other day. Very excitedly bit into it, and to my 
horror. They have taken out, I'm sorry, this is emotional for me. They've taken out the cube tomato and they've replaced it with slaw. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, yeah. I, I'm on the edge in life in general with mm. this COVID stuff yeah. and, you know, the mental health battles that we all have been going through. Yeah. And it's been a tough couple of years. Yeah. And I feel like this pretty much pushed me over the teetering edge. I, I was hungover. <laughs> And it was about 11.30 in the morning and yeah. I went and got a Twister combo, you know. Oh, yeah. And I always leave my Twister to last. Yeah. I had a, do you do your chips first? All the, all the I'm time. half the chips all first, the time. Twister, then half Chip, the chips. And the so I'll do my Mountain Dew fully. Yeah. And then I'll have my Twister. Okay. I bit into that. <clears throat> it was about, I don't know, 20 away from 12 then. I bit in that and, um, yeah, I had a week off work. <laughs> It was the worst thing. You said you had gastro. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with slaw, okay? We all love it. But the twister was perfect the way it was. It was amazing. I don't yeah. – you didn't need to do that. It was amazing. It was fine the way it was, okay? We tried to get in touch with someone from KFC. Yeah? Mm. No. This was their response. I don't care. I love it. Oh. I Not your best work, Tomo. I'm blaming Sam for that. <laughs> the audio producer. <laughs> anyway, if you work at KFC and you want to explain yourself, get in contact. Yeah. One, we want the tomato back. One triple three five three. They won't, though, because they don't open till 10 o'clock, Rosie. <laughs> That's <was he>? true. <laughs>